0: This is the courier talking football. Well, I'm Eric Nicholson, and with me are Jim Spence and Sean Hamilton. Well, Jim, it's uh, uh what's the what's the uh, what's the official term? Raining cats and dogs your way, I would imagine. It'll it was, be the uh, same as up here. We'll be, we're a, wee bit, I'm a I'm a wee bit worried about a few games at the weekend, but we'll we'll bash on eh? mm-hmm. There was. It was us thinking there'd be loads of action to talk about with a World Cup break, but we, sh- we shall see, yeah. Dens, is it still draining well these days?
1: Tra- traditionally, it was one of the best in Scotland, you know. You're going mean, to have your the, pitchfork out again like the, you did at Glead Park all those years ago. <laughs> take, that takes me back a year or two. I, uh, the wellies and the, the tammy and the pitchfork to help them get that St. Johnson game on, you know. I'm still waiting a cup of tea for old Jeff Brown over it, you know. but <laughs> I, I don't think I'll need that tomorrow, uh, helping the, uh, the Robertson. Uh, family uh, you know, pitching at uh, uh, Forking dance Park. But um, I hope it is on, uh, Eric. Um, I mean, you know, You've <laughs> seen a bit of them, haven't you? you? You were there yeah. last
0: weekend, weren't you, Jim?
1: Yeah, um, and I thought, uh, to be honest with you, I thought the... Uh, well, uh, it, um, I, I arrived late. I was late in getting there. There was a hold-up. Uh, but I, I got there, certainly, and... Uh, you know, So I saw the the main bulk of the second half, and I have to say, I thought they were really impressive. I mean, Robinson <clears throat> put them ahead, obviously, from the penalty spot. But I thought he took his second goal beautifully. He was really quick. He was really lively. But I thought it was, a really, it was a really good second half performance from them. I mean, I thought they were impressive. McMillan was was really lively. Robinson uh, holds it up and brings other uh, players into, uh, into play very well I as mean, well. I thought Mulligan... Was was tidy as well. I thought all round it was a really good performance. They were kind of they were solid at the back and um, Lawler. I mean, don't you've got three goalies to choose from? You know, a lot of clubs um, struggle to get two decent ones, but at the moment they've got three to choose from. Quality. A lot uh, of clubs. A lot of clubs. A lot of clubs. Well, d- just down the road, are you, you know, about? <laughs> <laughs> just down the road, they kind of choose a, a decent one from two. You know, at the moment, but no, I mean, it was. Um, I thought it was uh, it was really impressive, and um, Sean Byrne, of course, uh, made his appearance and, and got. So, were you a, a you have been in reception? I was no, going to say,
0: were you there when he got when he got brought no, on? Or do you, no, 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 I wasn't. I, I, well, I've I seen. No, I've seen. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> the uh, the Twitter clip? I can't think. It's uh, Den's Park Choir. Let's give him a let's give him a shout out for uh, posting it. And I have. To, what does that do to a manager, Jim? Because basically they're saying to, they've turned around and said to that reception for Sean Byrne, was akin to, you know, the star player coming back on after injury, whatever, whichever, however you want to to phrase it, and they're basically telling, they're basically telling Sean Byrne how much they think of him, and by by association, they're also saying to their manager, how on earth have you been keeping this man on the bench for so long? I I mean, Rab, Rab Douglas and and his column in our paper, he's he's been quite, he's been charitable, uh, and Rob said that your credit to. Credit to Gary Boyer for for you know keeping him involved and putting him in. I, I'm I'm inclined to be less charitable. I think is I think he's been forced into, it and it's taken weeks. And to be quite brutal, he should have had him in far earlier. What's your take on it, Jim?
1: Well, I mean, I I, I I'm pretty much in your camp, uh, Eric. I mean, listen, you know, you never know the ins and outs of what's going on, um, and, and how much personality is at play. It's like politics; you never know how much personality is at play, and whether people can overcome the personality things. I mean, I, I think it, it's quite intriguing, um, you know, that some of the great spats over the years, and some of the great kind of um, managerial player, uh, um, you know, dilemmas where where people maybe don't get on, or, or 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 you know, it's Not necessarily they don't get on, or it could be that. Um, It's just that, you know, a manager doesn't particularly fancy a player. You know, I mean, there's you know there's lots of that uh, goes on. I mean, you know, I was talking last week um, to Gary Boyer, who was in watching the game at Tannadice, and and Billy Kirkwood was, was there and was having a blur with Kirkie. I mean, you know, long before I was involved in journalism or broadcasting, I had a mate who used to scream and ball as soon as Kirkwood crossed the line, just did not appreciate anything he did. You know, now, there are managers like that too that are just not appreciative of certain players. And you can only assume that Sean Byrne, um, has pretty much been doing what he's doing in training, and I know he's he's had uh, issues and all the rest of it. But you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious what he's capable of, and and the fans have shown that. But the problem is, you can only have one manager, so the manager has to make his mind up. But it leaves him with a real dilemma because he it very, very—they've they,
0: got egos, haven't they, Jim? They've yeah. got oh, egos, ah, they and do. they won't like Aye, he, no. he'll part of part. I mean, as much as he'll be delighted that he's won, he's got a big big result, all the rest of it. There isn't a manager out there who who won't have part of him
1: will be thinking Well, Eric, none, none you know, of us like none I've of us like being wrong sho- here. Yeah. None of us like being shown up as wrong. I mean I was wrong once and I didn't like it, you know. <laughs> no, I mean it's I mean you I read know, that no- column actually. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no nobody nobody likes to, to you know to be shown up as as being wrong. And and you know, on the face of it um the decision to leave him out has been wrong big time because he, he just looked excellent um when he was on so if you've got a player of that quality and I you know I mean I think he's got another year to go in his contract after after this, this one, one. Yeah. so so, the, the, you know, that's the issue. If you don't fancy the player, you're thinking, you know, I want him out um, and, and I want to replace him with, with my own signings and all the rest of that. Now, I don't know what kind of money Burnley's is on, uh, whether freeing him up would, would, would allow one player to come in or allow two players to come in. If they're coming in from England, I doubt very much it would allow two players to come in. I mean, even, you know, I, 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 I had a good blether. I was talking to Craig Easton, Easton last week. We were doing a podcast. Busy, at, you busy, have not you, Jim? Well, I have <laughs> been busy, actually. I've been very busy. Um, and we're talking about the money that's, that's on offer now down south by comparison when you know he dispelled there I mean and it's, it's huge you know so you know there have got to be particular reasons for bringing guys and I know he's been looking south of the border which is where the his contacts will be Um so I mean I, I think this is a dilemma now uh, for for, uh, for the manager at Denz I mean Gary Boyer's got to kind of you know make his mind up either he fancies Burn or he doesn't and and now now I suppose he's kind of got to explain it more clearly as to why he's he's not there because he's obviously fit again you saw quite clearly that he's a huge addition to the team the fans love him um you know he's a wholehearted there's more than just being a wholehearted competitor to his game though um so it's a dilemma i think for for Dundee and it's one that they've got to uh, they've got to address i i you know to for the life of me I kind of see how they how they can drop him now you know,
0: yeah, I know. I would agree. I think it's you know you kind of feel Sean for a wee bit for, for Joe Grayson, but you know, I think most people who've watched the pair of them would say that Sean Byrne's a better player and in the, but he's not the manager's signing, and he's not the one that the you know he's not the one that the the manager the managers basically he's made a judgment call, isn't he? in the In mm-hmm. the summer, he, he he wouldn't have wanted it getting public that he was making Sean Byrne available for transfer, probably until. Until it happened for this various very, very scenario, because it didn't happen, then he was left with a player. But he, that you he, he can't let you can't let any any potential accusation of ego getting in the way of a, a team that's playing well. Can you? He, he starts again, doesn't he?
2: Well, you would think so. Yeah, I mean that that would appear to be the sensible uh, way forward. Um, because uh, yeah, I mean we, we, we've we've touched on this before, and I think the, the conclusion that. That were kind of left to draw, um, given the situation, was that there was just there was an element of manager not fancying this player, or I, I, either in a in a in a footballing sense, or, or or maybe in a personal one. Although you would you would tend to you would like to hope that if it was something like that, if if a player could still do a job on the pitch, yeah, that you doubt that it in this case as well. Usually, you get aside. usually yeah, you absolutely. get a sniff yeah. of, if it was a personal exactly.
0: thing. I don't think it is in this this one.
2: Although I mean, albeit you know, a, a personality issue may develop <laughs> if, yeah. if, a, if a player's yeah, not true. playing for for a long time. Uh, but initially, no. I mean, it, it, it's a footballing thing, and then uh, it, it's been it's been a puzzling one for 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 most of it in the sense that I think having having all watched Sean Byrne play, we've all kind of been of the opinion that well, he he can clearly do a job for that team um, in that division. Uh, so it's been puzzling in the sense that gary boyer obviously hasn't looked at it that way um now he's entitled to do that but I mean the the performance that we've just seen would indicate that you know he, actually those of the view that he could do a job for the team in that league were were correct um so I mean i don't i i wouldn't see the sense in in, in bombing him out um but I mean, goodness me! If if he does end up in a scenario where he's not playing again, I mean, there'd be surely there'd be teams that would take him because he's 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 he's. I mean, for the championship, I I would I would I would happily say that he's probably too good for that league to be honest with you. Um, so uh, the the sensible thing for Gary Boyer to do at this point in a footballing um, in a footballing wise would be. To keep going with Sean Byrne, Um because he's 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 proven himself, you know he's proven himself before now, capable in that league. But with this with this performance, it's 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 become a it's a real sort of. I'm not saying he's done it deliberately because he's he's a professional footballer and he go out and he'll give it his all. But it's it's become a it's become a problem for Gary Boyer to an extent now, hasn't it? Because it's like, well, if he does drop him again or doesn't start him again, then. Then you've got questions to answer at that point.
0: I think even till I'm not even talking about till Jan because he's got the extra year. You're not going to get much of a, a fee for him anyway. I think mm. I think Boyer now just puts it out of his mind and says, "Look, you're. I've seen what you do at this level. Okay, he doesn't have to admit it publicly. You can say, you know, if we needed to build up his fitness, blah blah blah. It's very, very easy to, very easy to to explain it away in those terms if if you know if if you want to. You just keep him to the summer now. Really, you know this is the league. This is the league they're in. He's very good at what he does. He's not kicking up a fuss to leave because he, he he loves it there. He's got another year after. I right, say, get your head down. You're here to the summer. Would seem to be the, the sensible sensible approach from Sean.
2: Yeah, no, I I, w- I would agree with that. Um I mean, whether whether Joe Grace likes
0: that, maybe he's being brought in not sold on. You I know, know I mean? mm-hmm. there's all these little knock-on
2: things, you know. But. but hey this, I mean, this is this is the, the this is what happens. I mean, and and this is part, part partially the job of a manager is to is to mm-hmm. manage players these to manage such situations, and this is now a situation that will require a bit of management, and but it it would appear. That I mean, you, you, it, it's obviously the case that that um, Gary Boyer looks at Joe Grayson and sees sees a player in there who who has the ability uh to do something for Dundee at the moment and and possibly the potential to to be worth something to Dundee down the line or to, to be better for them in future as well. That's that's pre- presumably how he sees it given that he brought him in in the summer. But the, the the problem now is you've got Sean Byrne there who. Everybody knew he was a, a a decent player. He's come in, and it's now evident that that is the case. Uh, so there is now a situation that will be managed, and, and it is for Gary Boyer to do that. But it's going to be very very difficult to to drop Sean Byrne again. That's that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, it does. And hey, Gemma, uh, we don't want to get too broad brush with uh, with a sort of well, a Dundee revival on the rest of it, but it's two wins. It does feel to me as if. The others and I'm probably taking air out of this because air have still got air. Air are going to last the course as long as they've got their number one striker at the club and fit because he is he's quite clearly the best striker in that division and and from from what I've seen on the TV and the wee bits at games. So that that keeps them in it all the way probably for me, but I've got a wee bit of a feeling for the others and possibly air as well that they've missed their chance to. To pull away from Dundee to really turn up the pressure because now I I can definitely see them. You look at their team. I looked at their team line a couple two or three weeks ago. Now part of it was to do a Gary Boyer's chopping and changing. Part of it was to do injuries and the like. But you just it looked like a mess of a one to eleven. Now I looked at it again there on Saturday and it looked by the, t- by the the team by the time Burn was on, it looked like a a championship. Winning or just it looked more, it just looked more fit for purpose, didn't it, Jim? Did it feel yeah, that I, way when you watched it? Well,
1: I, I'll tell you, there's one thing I have to say. There was something, there was something that um, I mean, I, I know he came on as a sub, but there was something that made a big or someone who made a big impression on me, and, and that was Kelly and Sheridan. Um, mm-hmm. I, we came on, um, you had a couple of really nice touches quite quickly, and then I, I can't remember who who played um, the ball to him, but there was a a lovely wee uh, dink ball down the right hand side. And, uh, Sheridan went after it. I've, I've, I, 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 it might well have been, uh, I, I honestly can't remember who it was played the ball, whether was French or played the ball down to him, uh, down the right hand side, but Sheridan went after it later here. Now, it was only about a 20, a 20 meter burst, but he looked absolutely electric. And, and I was talking to Jim Thompson, who kind of, you know, uh, you know, Jim's the kind of go-to man. There's Terry manager. No, know he's kind of stepping away, uh, I think, at the end of the season. He's working down to someone has taking over. But Jim said, Sheridan is actually much faster than a lot of people realise. Now, I knew he had a wee turn of pace on him, but just maybe it's because I hadn't seen him for a long time or in any meaningful sense. But, you know, he did that. It was a great wee turn of pace. And then, he, you know, in the remainder of the game... What he did with the ball, bringing people into playing a lot—it was some very, very useful, and very neat, and very tidy football. And um, for you know the length of time that, that he was on, but <clears throat> I, I agree with you, Eric. I mean. Looking around about this side, I mean, you've only got to look at the, uh, you know, at the bench where you could be Ack and 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 Burn and, and and Sheridan and the younger players as well. I haven't seen enough of Derek Osai to to make my mind up about him, but young Lyle Cameron uh, is a player, so too is Finlay Robertson who didn't come on. They, I think that there should be. If there's not, there should be, and I think there is sufficient depth in that Dundee squad to bring them up this season and bring them up not in a playoff, but to bring them up. You know, in the head to head battle, which I think eventually will ensue between them and air. Although Morton have very much emerged, uh, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, Mort- 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 Morton have really come through um yeah a really a really decent run. So, you know, I think you're now starting to see... That was a big game for race, I thought, to lose. Even a point out, it would have been a, a great point for them. But I think, you know, that, that that's... I don't um, think
0: Wraitha are the, in it. You no, know, I, I don't, I, I don't
1: either. And I, and I don't think... I think Queen's Park can probably beat two Sides on their day, but they'll lose they to them as well. It. So we're now looking, I think, uh, uh, it's starting to really take shape. I thought for a wee while that Inverness might, might do something, but they're, they're saying that only really three points after. have to... I did in as well, day, just purely, purely
0: after seeing them against Saints, yeah, thinking... I and mean, they weren't they weren't at Saints level, but they looked like they would. You know, they were certainly. A decent championship. They're, team, they're but a I
1: decent. Know. I mean, are a wee we dodgy a few weeks, but with a good, a good, kind of chinwag on the phone for about half an hour or something like that. And I think I know he's had his injury problems and uh, and this that. Then actually, not the deepest sort of squad, is it? No, I mean, it's. I don't think you know. I think ear in terms of what you're talking about, you know, ear. I, I think um, have have looked very good to me. I think you know. I mean, they, they just they will look a strong, a strong, strong side. And and uh, how I mean to be honest with you, how you actually um, how you handle, I can up front is, is going to be a very, very, because no one's been able to do it so far. And he's, is it 14 or 15 he scored this season? I mean, it looks a real, a real handful, but there's good players right through at the side, um, you know, generally. And uh, Lee Bourlon's done a, an excellent job with them. So to me, um, it, it, I think it's now into that kind of tripartite battle between Ayr, Morton, uh, uh, and Dundee. I think Dundee should have the size of squad to 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 stay the pace. Now, the other thing, of course, is what happens in the window. Who strengthens, can, yeah. You know, do, 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 do a mark for an yeah. Think, all, oh, by well, the also, way,
0: this 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 could be a once in a generation chance. Do we really yeah, go for right. it? You know?
1: But who also might weaken, Eric? I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I saw a courier suggestion the other day that, that Robinson might be heading back to his parent club. You know, so that, that's one of the problems with is, You know, when you've got that kind of we can take you back element. If you get the loan to the end of the season, that's great. But if you've got it on that that temporary basis, we can have him back when we need him. That, that's, that's difficult, particularly if a player shines. And I thought Robinson and um, looked good. And, and the, fa- the fans, I think, too, have taken Robinson to their hearts. You know, I think they, they like his effort, they like his quality, and all the rest of it. You know, so that, that would be a blow. But that, I mean, that's kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. I, mean, I think for the moment, all we can do is concentrate on the league table. And for the moment, the league table. Um, looking at it as a Dundee fan as a whole lot healthier. I mean if they could have if they could have found consistency, you know, um it, they could, there'd have, been they a could lot, have second the rest of the already, off, couldn't know? they? They would be yeah, away. They, but they, they Yeah, could have been but I mean they're, they're still a, they're still in a very good position. I mean they, you know they're in a, a very handsome position you might say, you know. And I think issues I mean issues like the Burns thing, I mean it's you know it's a it's, it's a talking point for us. It's a talking point for punters. Uh, and it will be a talking point with the you know various week cliques of players that you get at every club. But that, that, that's football. That happens at every you know that happens. From you know Dundee, your Park, and Riverside, we, we, we the Sunday Welfare League, or the Saturday Morning Amateur League, you know, to to the very top level in football. So you know the, the, that's Gary Boyer's problem to deal with, Sean Burns' problem to deal with, and, and I'm sure they'll deal with it for to the benefit of the club. I mean, and to the benefit of the club. But looks like me, he should be playing on a side which I think is starting to click into gear.
0: Tell you what, uh, Sean, it's maybe going off, off topics slightly, but I mean, it does does affect this season. I was reading. Uh, George's piece, George Cran's piece, uh just it was it was basically laying out who's all out of contract and and who's got what to run. And it quite I don't know why I was I was shocked, but there there are a lot of key men gonna be out whose deals are up in the summer for Dundee, aren't there? I mean it just kind of brings into focus just how important this season is, but it also brings into focus I mean, you know, we haven't talked about it or written about it for a while, but you know, Dundee aren't are a, they are a club that needs to you know, they need to find money they need to they need to have a good trading model they didn't really, I don't think that they traded particularly well in the in the summer you know, I thought you know, it just didn't feel like they got the window right in terms of ins and outs you know, they've got some big names some promising, t- I know that a few of them are, you know, you, you'd get development f- fees at the end of even if their contracts ran down but You know, there's some players in there who will already be knowing that whether Dundee go up or not, they'll be going up, if you see what I mean, more than likely, won't they?
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. and It's one of those situations where uh, I I think it's kind of dependent on where you are. Uh, It can feel really quite hectic or at the same time, it can be um, (laughs) kind of... Exciting thing, if you like, but at the moment it's a little bit sort of up in the air for Dundee because it feels like something of a a, a Watership Summer in terms of what their squad's going to look like going forward. But I mean, in, in terms of where they're going to be in the league structure as well, and I think that obviously is going to is going to play a huge part uh, in what happens in the summer because you tend to think that you know if they were in the Premier. Ship and kind of comfortable. Just now, they would be starting to do business for extensions and what have you, sort of in January as well. But I think they might. <laughs> they're going to struggle to do that. Yeah, I think um, we could take as a given.
0: We could take as a given. Cammy Carroll stay. I think you know, but he's another. Yeah, he he you would, would, you would so. think so. But, uh, but scrolling uh, down, stranger them. things have happened. Yeah, no stranger things have happened. Scrolling down, the ones that jump out are Josh Mulligan and. McMullen mm-hmm. Max, yeah, Max mean, Anderson you, you know these are guys you've got you've got you've got to <coughs> give well, Lyle Cameron you know the, these yeah, these are Eric, these are Eric. proper Anderson
2: <laughs> for, I, particular, that's one for me that I mean regardless of what league they're in you would like to keep Dun, uh, Max Anderson if you're Dundee I would have thought but I mean, it's you don't know. They've where made you're a mistake
0: to let that one get into its last year. Yeah, that's
2: a real problem for them now. Yeah, that's that's going to be difficult. It's going te- to be difficult to get done. Top flight football, but, uh, already, Sean. You know? To be exactly. honest, it,
1: when you look at this situation with Dundee, it's not so much a case of who's who's a contract, who's left in contract. I mean, they've yeah, got they've got about twenty players, I think, haven't they? That, I, mean, I mean, you know, I read, I read George's piece. I didn't get all the way at the bottom, but um, it's, oh, I mean, well, it's, I think it's no, no, no. Well, it's been a busy week for various seasons we're going to. <laughs> i got I got disrupted with things you know um but i mean they've they've got I mean is it twenty it's, it's you know i mean that often happens at clubs you get a whole kilter of uh, players uh, but of uh, the homework's not been done there's a lot of things that have gone on replacing the manager or another We I mean, know all that but i mean it's, there's a lot of players uh, contract you know what The can Kerr one. Is an intriguing one. I mean, Cam, it's his testimonial year. He, he's Dundee, Daft Cammy, you know. We I mean, we know that, you know. But um, you kind of wonder if if there might be, you know, might he fancy he had a chance last year? didn't he to go to down south. Might he fancy a wee tilt of that, or does he want to stay He's a hometown boy? He loves it. He loves playing for the club. Um, I think most of the fans love him, I and mean, he, he gives everything for it, you know. But there's a there's a whole, you know, when you go through it, there's a lot of import, a lot of big, a lot of big players there. I think for the club. But the, here's, they, here's they, one I'll they,
0: throw at you as well, Jim. That I mean. We we really are going off topic now because he's he's not getting much of a chance. But what what's what's gone wrong with Finlay Robertson? Did we did he get overhyped too Million soon? Million dollar question. Did he get overhyped too soon? Because having watched him. I always thought he he's tidy on the ball, but just did he have the? I know he. I'm not saying he was too short because that's not the case. But was he quick enough across the ground? Or has he been? Have the loans been wrong? What's 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 gone wrong? Because he was a well, guy that had all the hype in the world, yeah, wasn't it? I mean, that, out of them right. all, he was the one that was getting the biggest hype. I think from
1: James McPike. I could be right, could be wrong with that, but it felt that way. Well, I mean, he's only made is it six appearances <clears throat> under Gary Boyer, you know. And I mean, he's twenty now, Eric. I mean, he he came through the ranks, came through the academy system. I think he was one of the, was he one of the St John's boys, you know, that kind of whole academy system. He came through, and. Um, you know, well, you know, George says quite clearly in his speech, he's started five Dundee matches since the beginning of 2020. It's, it, it, you know, it, I mean, he's young, he, he's still 20, but having emerged as a 16-year-old, this this happens to so many laddies, you know. We've seen this so many times, they come through, they look like the greatest things in sliced bread. And for one reason or another, whether it's, you know, the the, the physical demands, the mental demands, a combination of both, or whether they just don't develop. You know, and the way they did. I mean, I was the same as you. I thought he looked a really tidy player. He got about the park well. Uh, you know, saw good passes and all the rest. Of it dug in. Looked to have lots, lots of the, um, lots of the things that you require to be a good professional footballer. But the, the game's harsh. The game's brutal. And you know, managers come in as we've seen with Burn. They look and they're, they're watching them all the time on the training ground. And players have got to be in the in the parlance. They've got to be at it. Every day, I'm not suggesting for a moment he's not, but managers see things that we don't, or, or they see things their own way, as, as we quite clearly see. And the, the way things are going at the moment, um, you know, you, you wonder if he's not been able to kind of break into the first team at the age of 20 and make more appearances than he has, unless there is something untoward that we don't know about, and I don't think there is. Um, you kind of you, you kind of sense that un, unless he can he can use this kind of remaining chunk of the season to really force his way into the team, then you start to wonder if it's one of these one of these young laddies who's come through, who's looked fantastic, and the next thing he's drifting away into other clubs or even down the ranks a wee bit. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's always up to the player. <coughs> it's, up, it's always up to the player. I know the manager, the manager decides whether a player plays or not, but ultimately a player is in charge of his own future. If he's not happy at a club, I'm not suggesting he is, but if, if he's not happy, he's no starting all the rest. He's got to make his mind up either he works extremely hard to to force the manager's hand or if he thinks it doesn't matter how hard I work here the manager simply doesn't fancy me and then he's got to think about his career um, elsewhere so I think the, the Robertson one is a really intriguing one you know um, Max Anderson's out of contract too I mean he's a, he's another one isn't he you know So uh, and Lyle Cameron so you've got all this you know all the young guys that are coming through um I know he's in talks already, you know. So you've got that Kenny, you've got that interesting situation with the younger boys because Dundee have been, you know, it was it was an intriguing thing at Denz, you know, Dundee and, and Dundee United to some extent in terms of local boys obviously fight it out uh, very often. And Dundee have been doing quite well in recent times with some of the kids that they've, they they've brought through. But you, you've got to hang on, you've got to hang on to them long enough to either sell them on at a good profit or to get the best of them on the park, or hopefully both. You know, you get a good turnout of them on the park, and then you sell them on at profit. Uh, Something at Dundee United uh, seem to be kind of missing a beat on at the moment. You know, Uh, that's the whole idea. If you're going to have a youth system, you either get good value from the players on the park and then sell them, or you sell them quite quickly at a a decent rate. But I mean, it's it's an issue. It's an issue.
0: Put Put it this way, I think we're going into different territory now, but I think if you looked at what United did with a... Aker Smith, for example, I, I suspect had Finn Robertson come through at Tannadice, that they they'd had him out the door within a couple of months. You know, if, you know, I'm not saying before you find out his true level, but you, you know what I mean, Sean? That kind of it, you, when the hype's at its highest, you kind of, you know, you you cash in, and you know, Finn Robert. If it's I was Finn, if on. I was Finn Robertson, I would be demanding as much as I could demand. Because it's Gary Boyer's decision ultimately, or Gordon Strachan's, whoever I'd be demanding alone this, if you know this January, get out and get, and then if I'm not going to be playing, if I'm not yeah. going to be playing, and that's his last chance. And if 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 he's not playing at Dundee, there's no way and there's no way he should sign another contract with Dundee because he's twenty. You know, I mean, he's had um they've they've been in the championship. You know, they've they've been they've been in crisis. In the top, floor, you think you'd, you'd have to somebody would have to say to him like you know, you we still think you can get to the where you want to get in your career, but you need to take a step, even up back sideways, whatever it is you know to 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 get yourself going because the the, the years are the years are are clock ticking in by mm-hmm. aren't they?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, Anderson is the, the the other young one, obviously. Who's one that I mean, whatever happens, they'll they'll make him an offer. Um. Yeah. So the. I mean, they will. They will. They will have to make him some sort of offer, and they will. Um. So if he if Max Anderson hasn't signed a new Dundee contract by sort of yeah, <laughs> January yeah. February, then then I mean the indications are that he's he's keeping his options open at that point. Do
0: you know who he reminds me of, Sean? And it's just thinking about Dundee, and I'm not saying they've. I. I. I, I I'll be honest, I think Dundee are under Gary Boyer's underplaying him this year. He would be the first name on the team sheet all the time for me. He reminds me of Mark O'Hara and Dundee didn't appreciate Mark O'Hara. Look at the player he's turned into. He's just you can't there aren't many of these guys who can get box to box and you can you know, a really good manager can get more out of these players. And I just I just think his raw attributes, you've got to you've got to find a place for him in the team and say to him you're my main man, you know. And I, I I don't think again we're taking big guesswork here, but I don't think uh, Max Anderson will be feeling like the main man at Den's Park. You know how can he? How can he be?
2: No, I know. I mean, I know. I know for a fact. Having spoken to him, that I know Charlie Adam was a big fan um, of Max Anderson. Um, having played with him, played alongside him, and and when you've got a guy who I know played...
0: other Premiership managers are, you know.
2: Yeah, well, if you when you've got a, a guy like Charlie Adam who's played at a, a high level as he has in midfield, and he's he's saying, "Oh, this kid's a player," then it's worth listening to. Uh, I think so. Yeah, um, they're going to have to make him an offer because he has he, he has done enough in a short space, space of time where he has caught people's eye. Um, so Dundee, if, if if nothing else, they need to protect protect their asset. And we've seen the importance of that Uh, across the
1: street earlier in the season. So they they will have to make him an offer. Well, listen, guys, we haven't mentioned the A word, agent. You know, um and oh, you're the, gonna blame the, Tony Asgard no, for this no, one as well, John. The Asgard one no. <laughs> we'll get to him later, we'll get the to big Tony later. <laughs> no, I mean it's I I and, and the, the, that's a huge element in the in the modern game. I mean, just about every player I know. I, I know of hardly any players who don't have an agent these days, and that's been that's been heading in that direction for a long, long time. I mean, at one time you got them when you were nineteen or twenty or twenty one for a long time in Scottish football, even when the bigger ones had them, many didn't, but now they've all got agents. And depending on the quality of agent you've got, depending how you knows the game depending on his contacts, depending on his patience, has need to make money. Um, you know maybe if you're with one of the bigger agencies they're saying oh take your time think about this let's look at your career options and all the rest of it you'd maybe be one of the smaller agents they want you at the door because they want their you know their 10% cut the, or, Yeah, keep, or, their, or keep, their, business keep over, their business yes. ticking over Business i mean you know an agent doesn't make money unless a player is moving on or he's getting a cut of something so that, that, these are all issues as well i mean this is this is no particular about any of the guys we have mentioned this is this is a general thing um You know, that you've got some agents who will give very good advice, and you've got some agents who will give in-between, and you've got some agents who give very bad advice. And, of course, you know, much of this is done to... You know, players don't escape this as well. I'm a great believer. Everybody's went to school from the age of 5 to 16. If you've got nothing between your ears, and you kind of listen to people and make your own mind up, and I know they're young and all the rest of it, you know, it's particularly difficult with younger players um, because they're still still living the dream and all the rest of it. Once you're into your mid-20s as a player particularly at the level of championship rest, you've got you've got a pretty good appreciation of the realities of life you know but when you're 16 17 18 19 20 you still kind of probably think you're going to play for man united you know um but um you know so so a lot of this depends on on agents, um, you know the kind of relationship they've got with a manager and a club, whether clubs, how much how much nonsense a, a young guy's head is being filled with, <coughs> or how much um, good common sense a young guy's uh, head is being filled with. So that that is a crucial part of the whole component here. When you when you're you know you're looking at uh, you know it, 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 it might well. I mean Gary Boyer might be looking at half a dozen of these players and thinking I want him, I want him, I want him, uh, and the agents might have different ideas and be you know. Uh, giving their players the wrong kind of and advice, then,
2: and then beyond that, John Nelms might be saying, "Well, absolutely." Until we know what division we're going to be in, absolutely, our hands are tied. Very well, good point, it, Sean. Tricky. Very good it point. Is tricky,
0: yeah, indeed. Right, Sean. We'll go to A is for Ashcar, B is for bottom of the league. As far as Dundee United are concerned, going into this uh, World Cup break, what's your what's your assessment of? I oh, no. <laughs> nice short question for you. What's your assessment of? The sort of level of improvement from Jack Ross to Liam Fox, and just where it puts United in the in the grand scheme of things in the league. I mean, my huge worry for them, and, it, and it's still come on at St. Johnson, it's the, it's the it's the wee worry for if if you're anybody bar I don't think Livingston. I think I'm kind of counting out Livingston, but they won't count themselves out. If you're anybody bar Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, and Hearts or so the eight teams in the league, you are thinking we could go down here potentially. And United's huge worry is that there. This is not a. You can say about the quality, but there isn't a bad team in the league. And some United fans are showing that showing at this now saying we are. You know what I mean? United have shown they can be a good team on the day, but there's there's no company down there. There's nobody. There's nobody you you would imagine is. Is gonna have a five-game losing run. That's, you know, I'm sure this will get cast up against me in a in a couple of months' of time when somebody does. But you know what I mean? That's the feeling. And United can't. They can't be a team that hammers a like Kamaronik. I mean, when they win, they 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 properly win, don't they? And then yeah, but then, don't, but then don't get a point for for three or four after that. That ain't gonna be enough this season, is it?
2: No, that, I mean, no. They 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 do now. Need and we've said this for a few weeks actually, but but certainly when they come back after the World Cup, it needs to be a a, a more consistent sort of. Um, I'm gonna the word approach isn't quite correct. It needs to be they need to gather points more consistently, um, and yeah, I think there's for for I, I'm not I'm not absolutely. Uh, in a state of terror for Dundee United, I don't. I don't think they're doomed by any. No, am I. no At this no. point, um, I, I I think there's a, a long time left, and I think, as you say, when they when they beat teams, they really put them to the sword. You know, They've, they're certainly capable of that. Um, racking up four goal wins and what have you. That's not. There's not actually too many teams who've done that this season in the in the Premier You, you so. do
0: kind of change your mind when you go through all the other teams, and you, you kind of you have a bit more confidence in them churning out results that's that's the issue isn't it you know that is the issue you go through the yeah
2: ball. but I mean that's that's kind of that's why I'm saying that like united need to have more consistency when it comes to picking up points because every other teams are capable of doing that too so so I do think they are capable of it but it's it's getting to the point now where it certainly will be when we come back after the World Cup that the, the time for like talking about improvements and you know the the, the sort of calm calming discussions it's okay you know we're moving in the right direction that that the time for that is is, is going to pretty rapidly be over and it's going to be time for action um because you know you can you can sit at, at the bottom of the league as long as you're in touch and you can say well it's fine it's fine it's fine but the longer you stay there and the longer we're still talking about these improvements and the longer they don't come the more the more fraught that situation becomes um, and you don't have to be very bottom of the league for that to be a, uh, an issue, you know, as we saw with in Johnson last season. You know, you can be and Dundee, in fact, though know, the whole lot, everyone who was involved in that sort of scrap, it's, 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 it becomes as the season wears on increasingly fraught. um And if you think know you can get out of that, the earlier the better is the way to look at it. But I do think they are capable of it. um But it really, really is down to them now to to kind of put up or shut up, if you like, and and. Because we, as you say, we, we've talked, till we're Blue in the face about you know United are capable of this, they're capable of that. They've got a good squad. The players on paper look better than you know X, Y, and Z uh, teams in the league. But it needs to translate in the results, and it needs to start now. Um, and I mean, if they manage to do that, then everyone at United will breathe a sigh of relief, and then you know they'll be thinking about what happens next. But really, it's it's absolutely imperative that they, they that they they prove. That they are a better side than X, Y, and Z, and they prove that the players they've got are better, um, because it's all talk at the moment, um, and it needs to turn into action. So now's the time, eh?
0: Yeah, it's indeed. I mean, if if they hadn't, if they hadn't got that win against Kilmarnock, Jim, I think, I think we'd have been talking about a, a growing percentage of the night fan by saying. This Liam Fox thing isn't as 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 ridiculous as it seems in a in a timescale point of view. You know, you'd have been looking at the results and thinking, "Are United going to need to change their manager again?" You know, so at least it's 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 nipped that debate in the bud. Well, I'm sure there's some out there who'll still be thinking he's he's not the right man for it, but it's the. Where where's was where do you stand on it? Are you are you like me looking at other teams and thinking I'm not seeing somebody likely to to go on a, a long barren run here now that Ross County have sorted themselves out? And I just don't think I I think it's a I think it's a terrible advantage to have, but I think the advantage the the plastic pitch thing is a big thing for Kilmarnock. I mean they've, they've not won away from home, I, I and mean, I think it's a disgrace that they're allowed their pitch in in this league, but. we are where we are with that and you know I saw Motherwell again I think they'll probably you know be able to dig out results Motherwell might be the one that you could maybe hope to get dragged by you know Hibs could be the one that go into free fall actually because they've got a bit of the the United feel about them haven't they you know with sort of guys that have been brought in you think well actually are they are they what they need I mean what's your general feeling on it Jim?
1: Well, there, there's a couple of things. Maybe. Let's dispense with that plastic pitch one you throw in there. I mean, I, I've done a U-turn on this. I mean, I know that <clears throat> most of the boys, most of the kids in the last 10 years that are now making their, their living as football players have come through playing on plastic pitches at youth level and all the rest of it. I, I would actually, I would now scrap them. I, I don't think it should be allowed. Um, I, I was come see come sign I, I wouldn't have them at top level I mean unless you've abs- abs- unless you've got something like Murrayfield where you've got kind of that hybrid yeah yeah and yeah. Mitch you know see unless you've got something like that <coughs> get rid of them I remember the very first time I walked across the pitch up. Dunfermline when they put the old lino down, you know, and thought, dear God, is this the future? You know, but <coughs> um, I, I, there's a whole host of reasons, but maybe that's one for a future day. I think the worry for United now is <coughs> of, is, is a consistency thing. Not many people are hammering them, other than Celtic. Uh, they took three against Murden, four from Hearts earlier in the year as well. But <coughs> by and large, it's kind of one goal here or there that's, that's beating them um, when they lose. But it's what's coming up after the World Cup break. You know, they're going to Livingston uh, with a plastic pitch um, and also a very good side who are in fourth position. Then they've got Hearts at home who are in fifth position. Ross County, who, you know, uh, uh, are next up, you know, who kind of show some elements, I think, of finding their form under Malky Mackay and then St. Johnson and then Rangers. I I mean, it just doesn't get any easier, you know. I I mean, they've got some really tough fixtures coming up. Now, at the end of the day, Eric, that... The, the league table is what it is. It doesn't lie. I mean, they're, they're not relegated by any man remains, means, but they're in a relegation battle. There's no doubt about that. And we know that between United and Motherwell and Ninth, only five points separated. So a couple of bad results either way for either team can set things off. But the truth of the matter here is that, um, you know, I mean, I, I've done it. We all try to be positive. We're all writing from a local angle. And <clears throat> there's a fine line between being critical, objectively, of the teams and, excuse me, <coughs> Frog in the throat there. There's a fine line between being objective critically of the teams and at the same time ignoring what's in front of your eyes. And what's in front of your eyes is that that team, which looks pretty decent on paper, in fact, looks very good on paper, just hasn't performed adequately often enough and it hasn't been consistent enough and it hasn't been consistent enough in its play. You know, I mean, I, I thought. Um, and, and the game, you know, the, the, the games that we're looking at, I mean, I, I thought that the 4-0 game against Kilmarnock, United were excellent, absolutely excellent. I thought they played at a really high tempo. They knocked the ball about it. was, uh, you know, it was an instant touch and an instant pass, an instant touch, instant pass, really good touch and go football, players finding space, players moving into space. I thought it was excellent. Now, you can take the view that Kilmarnock are not a good side and I don't think they're a great side. I think Derek McInnes and Tony Dock have got a lot of work to do ahead of them of themselves there. <coughs> um, but that's neither here nor there. You can only play what you're up against and beat what you're up against they did that handsomely and a spread of goals four different goals go to Aberdeen now I only saw the highlights but um, looking at possession stats and all the rest of it it seemed to be pretty decent but the bottom line is simple they still lost the game Um uh, so, you know, you, 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 there's this failure to find consistency. And yet, on the on the other hand, they're within, you know, a few minutes of taking a point at Celtic Park the week before the Kilmarnock game. They can't hang on. They blow it uh, late on with conceding two goals, things like that. You know, so there's that kind of, uh, there's an element, I think, of just, there's an element of weak-mindedness, I think about the squad. And that, that comes when you're losing games or when you're doing well, but you lose late on or you kind of hang on to a lead. There's a whole combination of things there. Where we're playing guesswork now is can they make this up? Can they find that consistency? Can they find that form that on on paper that that team should be capable of finding? Um, and the only way you can address that is looking at the evidence in front of you. The evidence in front of you is that after 16 games, they've got 12 points, they're bottom of the league, um, so where 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 does it come from? Where do they find that? You know, where do they find in the, you know, we're into the second quarter of the season, now where do they start to find that which they've been unable to find so far? Um, and I'm struggling to see where they find it, to be honest with you. You know, I, mean, I really am struggling to see where they find the kind of form that is going to radically turn their season round. I mean, they're in a relegation battle. Um, I'd like to think they won't go down. I think there are other teams that have got Every bit as big a chance of going down uh, as them, but you know, are you thinking, I'll, Jim? I, I, well, I mean, I, well, I suppose I'm hoping. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, you, you know, I mean, you, well, I mean, you, you, you do. The last thing we want is that the, the, you know, local teams to go down. And my suspicion is Kilmarnock. Uh, a, 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 and Ross County w- w- will pretty much remain where they are I mean you know what, 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 what is true of Dundee United is true of the other teams in about the bottom there you know they're, they're all on the same boat I mean they're, they're in that boat they're all in that boat a second bottom for a reason Ross County are like third bottom for a reason that's the you thing know, I, th- I think they well, that, well that's that, is, I mean that, that's what you've got he's got his he's got yeah. his, uh, his
0: Billy, Billy Bowie's got a lot of money now, wasn't yeah.
1: he? And mm-hmm. I Billy Bowie's got a lot of and Roy McGregor's got a lot Mother money on a slightly different set of Kettle, of, uh, kettle of fish, you know they, they're a fan-owned club. They've not got that kind of money. Hibs who are Hibs who are not out of it by any it means, but they're eight points ahead of you. I don't see them losing that. But Kilmarnock and Ross County have got uh, owners who have got deep pockets and who um, who are probably in a situation now. You know, I, think I say to y'all, I met Mark Ogren the other week, and you could, you know, I'm not a huge believer in body language, but I think it tells you something. I got the impression that this was a guy thinking, geez, oh. What do I do here? I mean, you know, I, I mean, cause Ogren, you know, Ogden's been a really good owner for Dundee United. Mark Ogden's put a lot of money into United and um and he's not getting returned. He's not getting returned, you know. Um I, I, and I kinda wonder, you know, he's probably at a stage now he thinks, what do I do? Do I do a sticker twist here? Do I put, you know, do I throw more money into into the pot? in the hope that we can turn this round and we get up and there might be a European spot not this season, that's not going to happen, but maybe the season after next. I mean, one of the things I asked him the other week is, are you in for the long haul? And he really didn't, you know, he kind of it was one of these, well, what is the long haul? I don't think he is, you know, I I don't think he is. I mean, I just get the distinct impression that, you know, that Mark is maybe in for a season or two more, you know, um, that, that's only a gut reaction. I've got nothing to back that on whatsoever, other than, you know, you know you've been kicking about the game a long time, you know what happens, people get into the game very, and you know, I mean you know, the late Eddie Thompson who's a United fanatic, Eddie got in and very quickly realised, I mean he very quickly realised how ill he was, you know that was a re- that was tragic, but he also realised that even with the money that he had that it, and, you know, in terms of making a massive difference in, in Scottish football, it wasn't enough you know, and Eddie paid good wages and all the rest of it, Dundee United are paying big wages, good money to players and um, Mark Ogren's has done everything. I think that's been asked of him. Um, how much more can he do, and what, how much more is he prepared to do? So, really, I, I, my suspicion is that is that Liam Fox is going to have to make do and mend, as they used to say. Um, that was the old wartime phrase, not that I can remember it before the two you start. But um, you know, they, they're going to they're going they're going to have to kind of make do and mend with the squad they've got. Um, one of the really intriguing things, one of the things I, I, I asked Mark Ogren was that. The system, which you know, which you know, United uh, seem to have been built on, um, under the regime of Mark Ogden and Tony Asgar, support and director, and, and Tam Courts manager, you know, w- w- was the whole kind of youth, bring them through, bring them in, uh, young blood. a big question mark. Ah, and that seems to have disappeared. I mean, if you look at the squads, I mean, both on the bench and and he did say he, he, he wanted and he thought they had to get back to that quite quickly. So, um, but the problem is. Are you going to get back to that bringing the kids through when you're lying bottom of the league and and you need to? I mean, I, I as a long chat yesterday, and there's away, no talk, um,
0: Jim. You maybe know better than me, but the the jungle drums haven't been beaten this far. Saying, "Oh, there's a there's a there's even a, a, a Ryan Gold, or you know what I mean? There's, there's a superstar waiting to come through, or, or no, you know no. one. Oh, by the That's way, right. you need to you need to watch this guy. He's he's going to be he's going to be one to watch. I, I, am I right in saying that? I don't think there's there's but talk there's, of no. There's a not. Next, and next even, great he,
1: thing. Even if there is, you know, we're just talking about young Finlay Dens. I mean, how often do you get that? You know, I mean, you get that, oh, this, guy, I mean, I'm, Eric, I mean, I've seen a hundred of them. We've all seen a hundred of them. You know, you look at young guys, you go, oh, what a future he's got in the game. Two years later, he's saying, whatever happened to that? Um, I mean, uh, there's, there's an agent I know well in, uh, well, I'll not say where he is, I'm not going to name anything, but he's, he's in England. He was talking about a deal that they'd got for a young guy at a premiership club uh, a couple of years back. It was a phenomenal deal, phenomenal. 28 grand a week at 17, 18 years of age. Five year deal. Um, Never been seen again in the, never been seen in the first team, you know. So, um, you you get this. I mean, you don't get that in Scottish football, but you get, relatively speaking, you get that sort of stuff. So, no, there, there are no jungle drums beating saying X Y Z is coming through and wow, he's the next Messi or or whatever. So, United are going to have to make do. a thing with what they've got now. On the face of it, you know, you know, the the the, the optimist in me keeps thinking to myself. Yes, they've got the squad. To do this, I mean, there have been per- some performances this season where they've been excellent. They were good at Parkhead. Um, you don't go to Parkhead and hold Celtic to you know the, the, to a potential draw until the last few minutes unless you've got something about you. You know, um, they, they've been losing narrowly. They lost narrowly to Motherwell. They lost narrowly to Saint Martin. All the rest of it. Kilmarnock game was you know was a, a fine performance. Aberdeen it was narrow, but but still th- they're bottom of that league. And you know, and when you look at when you look at the squad. You think where where the where are the match winners? Where are the guys that will pull it out? I mean I, I like Fletcher up front, he kinda do it all on his own, and he needs more support. I like McGrath, he looks a very decent player. Middleton blows hot and cold for me. Um Levitt has has got um you know, has got all the skill in the world. We know all of that. But you know, other than the occasional magnificent goal or threaded pass, um I, I just you know, I, I just don't see I don't see anything there that is going to dramatically transform him. The season. but We are waiting on, kind of, I know Paulet's had a, a couple of games back, whether he'll ever be the same player again. Because I, I actually think that Paulet, potentially, right, if it was something, anything goodness. like the previous Peter, brings them something they badly need. And that's genuine pace. Because that's one of the things, that's one of the I problems. Think a of lot, pace. I think it's a
0: lot to ask to, to, for him to come back well, with, with that big. same it's, pace. Yeah, I think probably isn't, gonna, probably isn't going to happen. Well, so Sean, moving on to Saints. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about them going into this break? I mean, I think my own take was the last couple. If you'd looked at the, if you'd looked at that three games in a week, you'd obviously you'd have probably you would have certainly taken five points from it. I'm talking from Rangers on. You wouldn't have seen it the way it came. But I think I, I, I you take each game on its on its merits. And Rangers they clearly maxed out with the result there. Um, Saint Martin was a brilliant point in the circumstances, even though they before they got the man sent off, they were getting on top. Um, so. They could well have turned out different had Mitchell not got himself sent off, and then the last one they looked that second half. I thought that they looked the the exertions of the week had taken their toll, and you have to say, okay, it's a home to mother, but. You just you judge what you see with your eye and the way the game is going. I that's a, that's another one where you take a point and you stop one of your rivals not getting the three, which is the which is a big thing when they played those two games with St. Mern. So I think all told, it was it was a it was a very good week. And I remember, it was a six day week for St. John's, not a seven for as it had been for some uh, top six. Albeit it's all very 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 tight, as we just alluded to. They've got, they, they just feel like they've got, we've talked about it a few times over the last month or so, they're digging out draws when they wouldn't have dug out draws before. It, it's it got a, it just has a sort of, they feel like a, a team, you know, fit for purpose now, whereas they just didn't last year, did they?
2: No, no, not at all. And yes, uh, they they now appear to be, again, I think the, the way you put it when you wrote about it was rediscovering DNA uh, the club and it does feel that I think that's a, a, a good way to sum it up I think that is what it feels like Um, and we've sort of touched on it a little bit over the last few weeks the the, the fact that they, they when you watch them it feels like you're watching a team who is uh, that is a, a an effective unit, and they're all pushing towards the same purpose, and they're fighting for teams each other. Teams won't, won't like.
0: enjoy playing against them again. They'll, they'll no, have that oh, now. it's St Johnston feeling again, won't they? was the, yeah, the a, worst uh, this is this year.
2: is a tough game. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to work here, um, which which definitely wasn't the case last season. So, um, I, I'm I'm feeling pretty optimistic about the second half of the season. To be honest with you, I think. Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe just small little tweaks. I think they could they could kick on. Um, uh, so I'm 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 looking forward to it personally as a supporter, and I think, uh, you know, anal- looking at it analytically at the progress that's been made from from last season to this. So, so you know, over the last sort of what six months or so, I think it's I think it's quite impressive. Um, I think they've 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 gone from being sort of weak. Uh, and lacking in confidence, uh, and you know, just barely hanging on, really, uh, to a team that is looking pretty functional now. Are
0: you um, are you in agreement with me, Sean? That I know, because I know there's a there is a school of thought out there that the the kind of people that look at the medium to long term, they look at the average age of the squad and um, that sort of thing. I, my own opinion was this type of season was. Necessary. It had to be done this way because the lurch had been so bad the other way. In terms of they just completely lost their way as a club, as a team, as to you know the direction had gone. I think they needed to do what they're doing this season in terms of up the experience level, up the up. I mean, you always want good characters in the dressing room, but up the sort of security level of the team. And I think potentially the summer coming up, if all all been well. They get through fine with no no sort of you know they don't get involved in the relegation battle. Then they can start to think a bit of a, you know a bit more medium term planning. Are you are you? In a, yes. agree? no, I
2: agree. I think I mean this season. If you what well, what we always say about a team that's been newly promoted is you know the, the the what's the goal for that first season and it's just stay in there and consolidate is the word that gets used a lot. And I think because of the nature of St. Johnson's season last year. How close they came to going you under, down? You
0: underestimate the trauma factor, don't you? Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of that. So I think I think this became uh, by dint of that last season. I think this has become a uh, when 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 Calum Davidson was looking at what he wanted to do in the summer. I think it, it became effectively. It's like you're managing a team who's just come up. Because it's it, so, but so much, so much change has happened, and so much was needed that it was like, right, well, we need to. You're almost starting from from nothing. Yeah, again.
0: you you lose your rock to hold on to, don't you? Because you're not, you're not sure if that rock exists anymore, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So
2: so you're so you're looking at right. What do we need here? We need God people who know what they're doing, who aren't going to flap, aren't going to panic. They know their way around a the game. They know their way. They know their way around the league, and that's what happened. There was experience brought in in and, and key areas and i think that the 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 sense in that has been proven already this season um so yeah i think it was wholly necessary to do it like that because think things were so oh they, they were so uncomfortable looking at times last season as a team and then there was there was players going out again so it needed a bedrock to be put down a foundation for a team to be built and it needed that experience so i don't I don't think there was really a viable alternative that would have that would have you would have been as now I'm not saying you're guaranteed by doing that to have success but it gives you a better shot to do it that way i think and i and I think that was that was the way to do it and and yeah I think you're right you can still have legitimate concerns about the makeup of the squad if you're looking medium a long-term, and that's that's totally fine. But the time to address that is going to be sort of, well, now to an extent, sort of January onwards, you'd start looking at who you want to keep and what have you. And then I'm sure that there, there will be work going on sort of behind the scenes at some level looking to, although not as much as I'm sure Carl Davidson would like um in terms of recruitment and what have I think you, they'll um, start
0: uh, to look at I think you'll start over the next two or three years, um I think you'll start to see I'm not not saying it's gonna be a United striker, but I think I think you'll start to see Saints keeping an eye on who's who's who can we get, who's 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 gonna be a really good signing from the lower leagues that we can, you know, see we can we can we can turn him into a player over the next two or th- couple of years. But I th- I think you'll yeah. see a bit more but of
2: that. Th- this 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 the summer just passed. I think there was there was it was so fraught last season. There was no really room for like going and picking out project players and bringing them in. There were maybe one or two of them, but at the same time, they really, really needed that experience, and that's what was prioritised, and it's been proven correct. So I think that was exactly the right way to go about it.
0: Yeah, Jim, are you are you? Is it too early for Saints to start looking at the table and think, you know, there's there's not a, there's not a good Hibs here? Yes, Hearts and Aberdeen are probably going to be above us, but there's not a strong United. You know, in years gone by, this would have been an Ace and Johnson type season to think, hold on, we can, we can certainly think, we should certainly be thinking top six here, you know. But is it too early to say that with it all being so bunched from from second bottom and up to a good,
1: good half dozen places? Well, I mean, you know, they're sitting on joint, uh, joint level points with Hearts. I know they've played a game more. Um, there's no much separation. Mean, let's be honest, between, you know, Aberdeen, Levy, Hearts, St. Johnson, all the way down to St. Martin, there's only five points separating uh, these five sides. So it, it, it's it's still very, very open, I think, will remain so. I mean, you know, ju- just as we talked about the league table doesn't lie for the bottom three, um, I think we're pretty much starting to see now what, what the rest have got. And what the rest have got is that they're all capable of beating each other on any particular day. So, on any particular day, uh, uh, you know, that comes down to the appetite, the, the, the desire, the hunger, uh, and the organisation um, and the motivation that, that, you know, players have. And, and good professionals have that in every game, or they have the vast bulk of it in, in every game. I, I think what, one of the key things with Saints. Um, and it's not really just this season, it goes into last season when they had that dire, dire time as well, As they've been really fortunate that they've had Captain Sensible as the manager. I mean, Callum Davidson is, <laughs> you know, he's neither up nor down. Now, you know, there are times I must admit, I look and I thought, jeez, oh, you know, this is looking grimly. You know, and, and Callum's... He intrigued. looks in a far better
0: play. I, I'm, oh, just, yeah, you know, yeah. from dealing to week to week, I mean, it's probably, it's 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 like... Saying two plus two equals four, but he, he just feels far William. more. He, well, he looks much more call. like the man of two
1: seasons. Go, yeah, yeah, you know, the last I a mean? call. Like you know, I mean, listen, you you know, you got Sean at the moment. You've been there in the editor's chair as, 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 as you know, a sports editor. It's a tough. You know, I mean, basically, the shit lands in your lap. You know, you've got to make your mind up on some tough decisions when on stories, what is around all the rest. Of. And a football manager's no different. He's got these. He's got you know, he's got about twenty guys to keep happy, and he's got guys that are up and down, and some are stronger and others mentally and physically, and you know, and they're Door, and they're no happy, and 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 he's got and he's got a per, his personal life. He's got a million of one things to to cope with, and, and I thought he, he did that admirably well um, during during the kind of the tough times. Because you know, a, a lot of guys would have cracked, to be honest with you, but that. that T- to a great extent, I think that's some Saints up right through, you know, Stevie Brown deserves um, praise as well. I know he stepped away for the moment. They've got Flax in there as, you know, as, kind of, as a director of operations, I think his title, you know, so there's, there's a, a kind of, Saints were always a sensible club. You know, they, they tended never to react, never to panic, never to sack managers for no good reason. Um going way back to Jeff, Jeff used to always say his first port of call for a manager was a manager that had, you know, good player identification skills and I think you're now starting to see that at Saints, the kind of players that they're bringing in, you know. Um, I mean, I, I just wish I could remember who that Saints guy was that said to me, Nicky Clark will save our season because I'd like to ask him for his tips at Newmarket tomorrow, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, he's, uh, because to, to some extent he is right but it, it's more than just that. Sometimes you bring in a component um, part which just makes that you know, um, some of the parts uh, run, you know, in, in, in the way that they should, and I think that's what you're now seeing with Saints. You're seeing it, you know, r- r- right through the the side. You're seeing, I think, the side from right, right you know, from goal out. You know, Matthews, I think, is a fine keeper. He's, he's And he had to be to replace Big Xander, who a, was a legend, obviously. But Matthews looks a really smashing keeper. Um, you know, the, the the back line looks solid. Halberger alike, you know, I'd was I I'd, I'd never really seen enough of Halbert to make my mind up. He looks a very good player. But generally speaking, you know, that, that kind of spoonies back, all that sort of stuff. But Carey's a fine player. But Clark and me up front, I think, just that, you know, we we kind of talk about this often enough the intelligence that they're bringing to the game. And, um, That partnership, which, you know, and and winning, and and, and sometimes as important as winning, not losing. And it was at five games now, three wins on the spin, two draws on the spin. Um, That not losing infects a dressing room just as negativity infects a dressing room and becomes contagious um, positivity infects a dressing room and becomes contagious and I think you're now starting to see that um, at Saints and you know I mean you're talking you know you you may well be right that they'll start to look down the lower leagues again and start to identify what they can bring through sign them early bring them on you know um, and all that but for the moment um, the work that's been done and that's all you can do talk about the work that's been done at the moment by comparison to where they were a season ago because there were doubters, you know, I think they were, you know, the more sensible element, and I don't mean in a bad way, because you know, a lot supporters are passionate, that's what the game's about. People pay hard money to get in and they their opinion. But a lot of people would have went, Oh, Davidson, it's no working, get him out. You know, there was there was kind of an era of calm still from the from the, the boardroom down, no, no, stuck with our man. He he's a sensible guy, he knows what he and, and I think Clubs like Saints have to build for the long term, and I think you're starting to see that. Um, the evidence of that kind of that calmness. I mean, it might well have been at board meetings they were panicking, and throwing the cups about, but but that never ever that never escaped into the public if it was to. And I don't think it would be knowing the kind of people that are there and the kind of club they are. Uh, and and Callum Davidson was at the steering wheel of all of that, so I think he deserves enormous credit for the way he's just kept that calm, cool, sensible head. And Saints, in recent weeks, have been starting to see um, the benefit of it, some very good results. And, and to be honest with you, um, what could you do this season? Well, there's really no good reason why they shouldn't finish in the top six, um, Eric. I mean, we're starting to see them putting a really good run of results together, sitting their level with heart. It's only a couple of points behind Livingston. okay, we know there's a game in hand and all the rest of it. Top six is, is absolutely um, a, a, doable, a, a doable thing for them.
0: I tell you what, we're getting close to the end, but I tell you what, he does deserve credit for Sean, and it's not the biggest. It's not the biggest in terms of St Johnson's future, but it's it's a huge thing, obviously, in terms of the prestige of the club, and more importantly for for David Wotherspoon, But he didn't half manage his comeback well. I think he really, really did him. You know, there were times I'm sure Spoonie would have been like, "I'm ready, I'm ready." He put him in for the right games. He took him out for the right games. He was obviously in a conversation with John Herdman at Canada, so they kind, you know, he had the benefit of that. So that last week, you know, he gave him just the right, right time, right minutes, you know, and thankfully it it played out, and he's going to the World Cup, you know. But you know, it just kind of, I was speaking to. uh Jack Suter about about Harry Souter and he was he was saying the very same thing about about Harry with with Alex Neal you know and how you know he felt very grateful to the way in which you know he was and the physios you know the way the which they were managed in those last month or two where you can you can you can it can all go horribly wrong you know all it would have taken would have been one sort of wee tweak you know of, it, yeah. of a strain and then it was done so you know it's and it's a it's a it's a great wee story isn't it I, mean, I think. David Wotherspoon, because because he feels it's not like one of the, you know, I wrote a piece and it, it doesn't feel, it's not Jason Scotland, is it? You know, a guy that's passing through, it's a guy that's absolutely embedded in this part of the world, you know, and he feels like he's a St. Johnson player, isn't he? And he's going to a World Cup. So it's 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 a it's a great, it's just like, it kind of caps off the whole run of Tommy's seasons, you know, the double—it just feels like another little cherry on the cake for for that era, doesn't Na- natural it?
2: Natural progression. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> A
0: natural progression since <laughs> <of St. Justin> Johnson <laughs> players going to World yes, Cups, exactly. I?
2: Yes, uh, aye, it's 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 great, and yeah, Callum did really well with it, and I think actually we should we should you mentioned uh, John Herdman there as well, but we should throw some credit his way too because I, I, to have to have to, to be as open with Callum as I presume he must have been um to to enable Callum to have the, the level of comfort that he had and, and, and bring him back in the way that he did. I think that's that's a success all round. He probably did um, tell spinny
0: because so, he'd want to keep him motivated I but know, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a tricky one yeah.
2: one. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, fair play to all of them. And yeah, Callum did, did well by him because you're right. I think if if you're you're David Wotherspoon and you know you're you're at the stage of the your career that you're at, you've achieved what you've achieved with your hometown club, but you've got this Incredible opportunity to play at a World Cup that you know, a few years ago you probably never, never would have thought would be a possibility. Um, so you would be you'd be absolutely champing at the bit to get back and 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 just you know really really show that you're worth taking you know because you've been out for such a long time and that level of enthusiasm. You're right that that can. Could potentially cause sort of problems with, uh, particularly when with you're a, a squad player a, a as well. Yeah, yeah. You, and, you
0: know, it's not. Yeah. Like he, he's not Alfonso Davies as much as we, as much as he might be. St. Johnson's Alfonso Davies. He ain't. F-
2: mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. That level of enthusiasm with a with a body that's perhaps not quite hundred percent yet. Um, you know that that's it's it's it can cause problems very easily. Um, so it it was really well managed, and I'm just I think everybody's just absolutely delighted for him. Cause it'll be it'll be brilliant to see him, and God, if he gets on it, it'll just be
1: absolutely magic. Well, I mean, It was the anterior cruise ship that, that uh, Spoonie did, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, listen, that that injury's put guys out of the game for good, you know, so I mean, I, th- I think it's testimony, one, to, to him as, as a top pro. And it's testimony to his manager as well. You know, I mean, you know, Callum played four hundred sixty odd games or something as a as a pro at the highest level. You know, I mean, he, and he was a fine tennis player. He was a fine golfer. You know, he, he knows he knows the body. He's he, he's got the kind of mind of an athlete as well. So he understands and understood how to um, nurture. I think um, David Willerspoon through things, and uh, you know. Hopefully, I'm, I'm kind of torn on this World Cup. I'm not going to bring politics into the podcast, but I'm torn on, on this one, you know. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, It wouldn't have been my ideal location to play. Mm. You but can't even get a beer I, there now. No, I can't I get well. a beer, but he's, <laughs> he, but, but he's there. But, you know, I, I'll tell you something that's been going through my mind, and I'm not easing Callum at the door there because I think he's got a long time to go, hopefully, as Saints manager. But I'm just wondering when was the last time a Perth born fella, if it has ever happened, manage manage the club? One for the future, Spoony. I think oh, as a yeah, Saints yeah. manager, you know. There you are. Here's your headline? It will be emigrated
0: <laughs> at the end of his career if he's, if he's a Canadian hero. <laughs> it does sound like the worst, worst option in the world. But last last thing we need to talk about. I know it's been a long one this week. but we've got a lot. Of, we've got a big gap to, of five weeks to fill. Does uh, Sean Ray McKinnon in it for for? Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, I thought. See when, you you know you're kind of. That feels like a very good appointment to me. That's probably the long and the short of it. A guy that you know really knows the lower leagues and is and is localish to the area as well. You know, that I, I, I struggle to see a Ray McKinnon for falling falling off the cliff edge. Are You the, you feel the same?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think um, Ray's Ray's a really good coach, and I think uh, for for to to get him, uh, I think that's a fantastic appointment for them. Um, because obviously they are in a in a, 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 a kind of a delicate position at the moment bottom of league too uh, and we've seen how dangerous a, a place that can be um before uh, we're breaking city obviously um dropping down in the highland league obviously going well in the highland league now uh we may well see them back which would be great but um not too many clubs have gone down and come back so uh four for uh well, nothing two think. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that actually the case? Yeah, none of them come of back any. up. Yeah, can you think
0: of any. Maybe... no, you're probably you probably right. Can, you yeah. can chop that out after we've done our. Whole no, no, game no, no. Poster, no,
2: no, 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 no. I'm I'm uh, happy to look like a fool. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Well, for bottom line note, they'll want to avoid it anyway. They will want to get out of there, and I think in, in, in Ray McKinnon, you know, the, uh, is there is there a better qualified guy available for Forfar at the moment? I don't think so. Um, so uh, I think that's a terrific appointment by them, and I'm pleased to see him back uh, in the game as well. Because obviously he's been out a while, and then he had his heart attack and what have you. Uh, but I know that he's been he's been desperate to get back in, so he'll be he'll be chuffed to bits, and he'll be extremely motivated to to go and do a job for for there uh, so I think they've got themselves a, a very well qualified very well motivated manager um, and I think they're, they're in as good a position for a club at the bottom of the league to uh, could be at the moment Yeah
0: I was going to say Jim they've, you, sometimes you get a feel of you know, Cowdenbeath felt like a that there was a sort of snowball of inevitability about where they were going, just year after year. Although, far have lost their way on the pitch, they don't feel like a club that's lost its way off the pitch. So, and this is that's a you know that's a, a statement of intent by the type of manager they've got in. Because you you know if they if they'd gone and done it on done it on the cheap and you thought oh that doesn't that this feels like you know it could have gone the other way. I I, I don't. I don't get a bad feeling about for for are you the same?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the the key thing is they're not isolated. You know, they're only a couple of points off Bonnie Rick Rose and Albion Rovers, and and in the greater scheme of things, no that far off, and Athletic either. So, fourteen games into the season, there's there's plenty of time to to turn it around And and you know, Raymond's got a good contacts book. I mean, he's he's managed at a very good level. Um, and you know, like that. I mean, uh, you know, like Sean, I was kind of. I was actually kind of, in fact, I think we had this conversation recently, Sean. I was kind of wondering what's happened to Raymond. Why is he no back in the, you know, in the uh, in the game? But well, he is now, and and that's good because he's a <clears throat> he's a likable character. He knows the game. He's not a panic merchant. Either. I think that's quite important, you know. And I think probably at for, for and probably for Ray. I mean, I think you know you could overdo the heart scare thing. I think it was, you know, I don't think it was in not that I'm demeaning it for a moment, but I don't think it was one of these, you know, incredibly kind of serious issues. But it's, it's you know, he's still. A Young guy, and it's a it's a wee warning. Sort of find his way back into the game at a good level, uh, and you know, um, you know, it, it hopefully, make a great job of this because Station Park, it, it's it's a it's a great setup there. It's well run. They've got a good hospitality set up. They're, they're a financially sound club. That you know, they're they're not profligate, although they they pay well. You know, um and they found themselves in this position that where they could be you know with, with it demeaning the Highland League the, bluntly they don't want to be dropping into that it's a very very difficult ask to to dig yourself back out of that you know so I think uh, the Fortford board have made a, a good decision and they've made it at the right time it's, it's pro I mean you're, you're always sorry to see anyone losing their job and there's always a, a host of reasons behind these things but um you know for, for Raymond's point of view I think it's ideal it's just up the road from him he still lives in the Dundee well, he lives in the ferry so it's still um, it, 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 it's a great move for him and I think it's a great move for Forth. and there's plenty, plenty of time to turn that around
0: Good, good. Okay, well thanks guys Enjoy the rest of your... Uh I was
1: going to say your World Cup break. I
0: hope you enjoy some football at the uh, the weekend, Jim. But that's, <coughs> well, well that's the so... rain's easing off here. Maybe
1: I hope, well, it's hope not, it's it's not in here Dundee. in Burk Hill I'm looking at the window and it's it's chucking it down again. Uh, You're yeah, going like, to say no. someone else there, aren't <laughs> <laughs> you? Yes. I've been mean, trying to <laughs> try to paint my shed for about a week and never get around to it. You oh, an <laughs> oh,
0: excuse. I
1: oh, November, <laughs> <laughs> you try to paint November. I left, oh, I it I was only built a few weeks ago. <laughs> right, there's,
0: uh, other, there's other podcasts for that sort of chat. Uh, I know. Okay, well, thanks guys and thanks very much for listening. Back next week. Bye bye.
2: Local
0: Matters.